opinions expressed on ACV Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, this is Dan Spoon, President of the American Council of the Blind. I just want to give a big hip, hip, hooray out there to our tremendous membership that does such a great job. As older adults with vision loss, we understand your fears, your frustrations, and feelings of isolation. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is here to help you as you pursue the independent lifestyle you deserve. For more information, visit www.aaval-blind-seniors.org or call 916-995-3967 for more information. AAVL, a supporter of the ACB Media Network. Join me, Brian McCallan, on Speaking Out for the Blind. I interview blind newsmakers to inspire the population to go for their dreams. Speaking Out for the Blind airs Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern on ACB Media One. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. KSNB-TV reports that the Nebraska Commission for the Blind and Visually Impaired and the Nebraska Library Commission have joined forces. The partnership has improved the Kearney Public Library services for low-vision customers. One of these services provides a special device for library use. Reference librarian Sarah Hack joins us to talk about the new machine. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Brian. Thanks for having me today. Tell us what you do as a reference librarian with the Kearney Public Library in Kearney, Nebraska. Yeah, I have been the reference librarian here at the Public Library for almost five years, going on five years now, I think. Um, so I help patrons with their research requests. I do a lot of genealogy assistance. I teach some classes about our online databases and tools that the library offers. I also order the audio CD books that we have here in the building for people to check out. So I have a variety of tasks in the building that I help with. Well, you're going to teach us briefly about these CCTVs in a few seconds, but I'm from Livermore, California. I, I love using our main public library. It's a civic center library, and the staff are very friendly and helpful with my new vision needs. But how did... Nebraska Commission for the Blind and Visually Impaired and the Nebraska Library Commission decide to join forces to improve services for the blind at the Kearney Public Library? Well, we had an email that we received, I think it was last summer, that said these two groups were coming together and were going to provide these um, CC. TVs to us at no cost. And anyone in the state of Nebraska, any public library was going to receive one unless for some reason they did not want it. Um, I can't imagine a lot of people turned them down, but smaller libraries always run into issues with space and having somewhere to put equipment, things like that. So I'm not sure um, exactly how many libraries took them, but we definitely were excited to have the opportunity to add one of these machines at no cost to us. That's fantastic. It was free. Now, the Kearney Public Library 
got this new 20-inch Onyx desk set, HD CCTV. Onyx is the brand, right? Yes. Okay, so that's so the CCTV stands for closed circuit television. So I, I understand you probably talked about this earlier, but how much did it cost the Nebraska Commission for the Blind and Visually Impaired to provide the equipment? Yes, I'm not sure what the cost was to um, the commission and the library commission, but to our library itself, we had no cost, which is awesome because a lot of libraries face issues with their budgets. Um, And so it's awesome to be offered free equipment to assist your patrons. That's easy. It costs nothing because the commission provided the equipment to you guys. Where inside the Kearney Public Library can we find this magnifier? We purchased a table that can raise and lower um, to help people with their needs so they can have it at the right height as well. And so we waited for that table to get here, and it is located in the main floor of the library, um, kind of on the north north um, east corner where we have our section with magazines and newspapers and we thought that would be a good place to keep it handy for people. So we've set it up in that area. You can get it just in the perfect spot that suits you. So the CCTV is located on the main floor's northeast wall next to the microfilm machine. What does the microfilm machine do? I've used these machines before. Sure. We have a microfilm machine that we can use to view. Uh, We have a small collection of microfilm that has our local newspaper available back to the late 1800s. And so that machine sits next to this magnifier. Um, That one does not get used as often anymore because we recently digitized that local newspapers so we have it available in another way but we definitely keep it around so yeah we have a microfilm machine in my library too and it does wonders look at old newspaper articles yes right. and we have a lot of patrons who um, will request microfilm from the capital in lincoln from the historical society and have it sent here for genealogy research or a variety of different things that they study. And so then not a lot of people have a microfilm reader at home, so they can use ours here to do their research on the microfilm. Now back to the magnifier. Is it user-friendly? It is extremely user-friendly. I set it up and I am not a technology whiz, (laughs) but it was easy. It just came right out of the box. Pretty much all I had to do was plug it in and turn it on. Um, The Nebraska Commission for the Blind and Visually Impaired made a reference card that is attached to the machine that kind of explains the different controls and the buttons on the remote, which is also attached to the device. So they can't walk off. Which Wait, is- this thing's got a remote? Yes, it does have a remote um, to control it and the screen, which is awesome. What are some of the buttons on that remote? I understand it's not channel up or down or volume up and down. Yes. 
There are a few buttons on there. There's some more advanced controls as well that I haven't um, tried out yet. But there's a power on button and there are buttons to increase or decrease the brightness of the screen. Uh, There's buttons to zoom in and zoom out to the text or the photo or whatever you're looking at under the camera. And there's also a button that can change um, the color of the text. So you can switch it from black text on a white background to white text on a black background. Or I think there's also a yellow and blue option and um, an enhanced color option as well. So there's a variety of different ways to view um, whatever material you want to look at on the machine. Now, we're a nationwide program and even a worldwide program. Are the CCTVs available in most to all public libraries in the country and even the world? That's a great question. Um, I am not sure about that, but I do know most libraries in Nebraska now should have one. I would imagine a lot of the larger libraries throughout the country would have some kind of a machine to assist people with low vision in reading their materials. That's why we got to tell the listeners um, it, it never hurts just to contact your local library and see if they have one. Exactly. Don't be afraid of the librarians either. They sometimes have a stigma for being, um, you know, in their glasses and their sweaters and for (laughs) shushing people. But no, we want to be there to help you. So don't be afraid to ask or to even ask your library to get some equipment like that if it doesn't have some yet. Even if they yell, be quiet, you know, they're still there to help. (laughs) Exactly. So, Most people should be able to use your CCTV with no assistance, but they can always still ask any library staff members any assistance they wish. Yes, definitely. And the machine is located very close to my office. When I'm not here, we have part-time clerks that work in the reference department, and they have all been shown how to operate the machine so they can assist patrons to get started to use it. But it really is very easy to use once you've played with it a little bit. And so once you've um, been taught how to use the remote and where the power button is, you really can take it on your own. Ooh, um, now, um, with this CCTV, can you take snapshots of images of like if you put a book there? You want to take a snapshot of it if you don't want to check out the book, but there's a particular page you like. Can you take a snapshot of the book and then get a printout? There is an option to um, freeze the picture on the screen. I am not sure if we can print from that device yet or not. We haven't tried that yet. Okay, because in my local library with the microfilm machine, you can... um, print out a page of a newspaper you want, and you just got to pay 50 cents for that page at the desk. Yes. We have a printer attached to our microfilm reader as well, but we don't have a printer attached to the CCTV yet. Okay. So it's got the basic functions, the power button, and plus the minus button zooming in and out. Does it also have a sharpness tool? Yes, there is a focus uh, button as well so you can 
Okay, so that's what the focus button does. Because yeah. um, I one thing I like when using the CCTVs, if I ever do need it again, and same with the microfilm machine, is I like to use the sharpness indicators and change some of those controls to make the picture a lot clearer. Yes. I've experimented a little bit with some magazines and some books, and it's very clear. Um, so you can... I would think anybody could get it set up just how it would work for them. What common reading materials are your patrons using the CCTV for? Are they just the library books, the newspapers that are inside the library, because there's also today's paper in the library, or forms, or is it a combination of everything? It's definitely a combination of everything. And we've had people ask, you know, can I bring in my own things? Like maybe I need to bring in my mail and read it under the CCTV. Um, we had some people who do have a CCTV at home, but it's not operating properly. So they were using ours in the meantime till they could get theirs fixed. But of course you can bring in your own materials to use with the machine as well. But we also have the magazines, the newspapers. Um, we have regular print books. We have a large collection of large print books as well. Um, so all kinds of materials can be used with that machine. Um, so uh, are you ever going to purchase any more CCTVs so that maybe patrons can check them out in the future? I know that our library has... All kinds of things you can check out just besides books, video games, telescopes, etc. Yes, um, that would be something we would have to consider. Um, we don't do a lot of video games or things like that at this point. Um, we haven't mm -hmm. seen the demand. For CCTVs. Yeah, for CCTVs, um, this one in particular, I would... I'm not sure what the cost was, but whenever we check items out to people, we get um, we don't want them to get damaged. And that's a pretty big investment in money to check out to people. Um, so maybe if we would find one that was a little more cost effective that would be able to check out, we could do that. So how are you, the rest of the library and its patrons, excited about getting the new equipment? And what have some of the customers said? We're always excited to have some new technology to share with people and any way we can, you know, make information more accessible to a larger group of people, a new audience. Um, that is a win for us and for our patrons. So we were excited to receive this equipment. Um, we just set it up with, oh, after the holidays, probably mid January. So we've only had it out for a couple of weeks and we've had um, a few people come in and play with it but still kind of waiting for people to come in and use it we've had a lot of winter weather and snow here so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Nebraska kind of gets very cold and yeah. I'm in California where it rained a lot in this almost this whole month of January and now we're just getting out of it to sunnier weather but still cold yes we had last week um over two or three days about 10 inches of snow so oh my gosh <laughs> getting that cleared up too oh that's good. i'm sure once the weather warms up a little bit we'll see more people in checking it out as well oh definitely um now 
let's say the CCTV breaks down and won't work. Or um, if there needs to be some sort of upgrades to it, say a part became a defective. Um, we were wondering how and who's going to support the maintenance and upgrades of the CCTV. Yes. Since the equipment was purchased for us, it is still the property of the Nebraska Commission for the Blind and Visually Impaired. And so that agency will repair and replace anything if it needs updates, all of that information. Um, I believe that it has a two-year warranty. And then we also have lifetime tech support from the vendor. So they provided us with um, that contact information, which is right on the machine. So the patrons even can call if they're having an issue with it and get assistance from the vendor itself. But from what I understand, it's very good equipment. There's very few problems. And so um, if we do have anything, they'll take care of it for us. We just have to contact them. Does the CCTV talk? Does it have one of those speaking voices like the screen readers? Because a lot of blind people use screen readers. No, I don't believe that our CCTV does have one of those. I think we have um, some equipment available on one of our computers in our computer lab that will do the screen reading. Okay. All right. Um, so where in Kearney Public Library, where, where is the Kearney Public Library? We are located in Kearney, Nebraska, which is about right in the middle of the state. <laughs> um, and we are at 2020 First Avenue in town, kind of in the center of town as well. Um, very easy to access. There's no other branches of the library in our town. So we are all in one building. Um, yeah. And so if there's questions, you can also call us at 308 233 3282, and that's our main line at the library. Um, and so it's pronounced Carney. Yes. Ah, yes. I see. Okay. I thought it was always pronounced Kearney, but I get Carney makes sense. Um, let's get a little bit in the history of your library for a second. Um, is that your building been around for a long time and it's been very accessible to a lot of the blind? Yes, our building's been around, oh gosh, we have been on the same location in town since 1890. Um, since then, of course, the building has changed a lot. We just did, what well, feels like we just did an expansion and renovation project that was, it's been 10 years ago now, actually, that doubled the size of the library um, and brought it up to date with codes and everything. Um, so we've got um, large meeting rooms upstairs. The main floor is kind of the bulk of the library materials. And the basement, we have a makerspace area with a variety of crafting equipment and technology equipment that people can use, as well as a large computer lab. So we're a pretty active library for a um, smaller community, but... What additional programs do you offer for the blind and visually impaired at your library? Um, that's a good question. Um, we do 
variety of different craft programs. Um, one of the other librarians kind of leads those up. Um, that is probably an area we could expand some more um, to do some more offerings there. Mm, that's excellent. This is all great information. And Sarah, the new CCTV is going to help your visually impaired library patrons read printed books more easily and utilize the library resources. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under list of episodes and show news tab. And my show archive is at speaking-out-for-blind.pinecast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening. And remember to speak out. The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. The First Amendment reads, The people shall not be deprived or abridged of their right to speak. The odds are, the person you just heard is an African American. Because African Americans are twice as likely to suffer a stroke as white Americans. That's twice as likely a stroke could rob you of the freedom to speak your mind. The freedom to shout from mountaintops. The freedom to tell your mother you love her. And it's twice as likely a stroke could take your life. Therefore, it's twice as crucial for us to do something about preventing a stroke. Learn how you can help beat the odds. Start by calling 1-888-4-STROKE or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke. A public service message brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. California. Florida. Iowa. Texas. Guide dog users. Students. IT professionals. Government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention. And operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything. You are listening to ACB Media One, also known as Mainstream, the flagship of the ACB Media Network. The ACB Media Network is a service of the American Council of the Blind. Please visit us at acbradio.org.